When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Zach Rosenblatt here with Mike K, Emergency Cash Money Podcast. Uh, it's the morning. We're both cranky. We're both tired. And yet, we're, I think we're both going to be mostly positive. It's a kind of a new territory for us in our lives. I think our, our people and our families will be surprised by this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shout out to uh, the Bonnie K, my mom. Anyway, uh, yeah, this was... Um, the Eagles really, really they, like to be fun at night. I was about, I was, that was literally what I was about to say. That they, they could do something when the sun's still up one time. Like I think, one time. I think Carson Wentz would turn to a pumpkin if they didn't do something, <laughs> you know, with, uh, with news at night. Right, but, but, yeah. Yeah, so, all right, let's, we'll give you the details. Uh, so, they, they signed Carson Wentz to the contract. We've been saying they were probably going to do a... At some point this year, we weren't sure if it would be during the season, right before the season. They've been basically openly saying we're going to sign him. Um, I I figured it would be before the first preseason game. Yeah, so like closer to the fall. Right, right. Um, the 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 details were it's a four year extension on the on what he has right now. We don't know like the exact details, like how it's split up and all that. But it's four years, one hundred twenty eight million dollars. I think one hundred seven million, one hundred seven point nine million guaranteed. Which makes which it makes it more like that's one of those like obviously they're doing that to make it more than the last record, mm-hmm. which was Russell Wilson. Uh, I think it's like sixty six million guaranteed at signing, mm-hmm. which is huge. We don't know if it's going to be like a year to year thing if they're option years of like a, what what he's going to get in a signing bonus because I think they're going to put a lot of the money in the in the first year like give him money now. I think that's yeah. kind of why they've. But anyway, that that's the details. It averages out to around thirty two million a year in the four years over the course of the six years of his contract it's around like 26 i believe uh so when you when you heard this was coming like they, they first announced it with a video of jeffrey, like this awkward video of jeffrey lurie shaking carson like it's something like my dad and i would do at like the, my bar mitzvah it was really- yeah, he basically <laughs> the gist was hey kid from north dakota do you want to play for the eagles for the next <laughs> however years and then the most dad joke ever. He's like, now keep slinging it. <laughs> yeah. That but was... anyway, so we were like, wait, did they just sign a new contract? Because they didn't like announce it yet. But anyway, so they announced the contract. What was your immediate reaction, immediate takeaways? Like what, what was going through your head? Cool. Next. I mean, like really, like this, we knew this was coming. This, this, yeah. they, they were not shy about this. They made, in my opinion, they made their choice in late February, early March when they decided to let Nick Foles walk. Uh, Everybody can say Nick Foles isn't that good. Nick Foles isn't as good as Carson Wentz. Or they can say Nick Foles was a good quarterback. Blah, 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 blah. The Eagles felt that Nick Foles deserved to be a starting quarterback some, somewhere. Just not in Philadelphia because Carson Wentz is here. They've seen what Carson Wentz can do at his best. They feel comfortable clearly with his medical coming off the back-to-back season-ending injuries. He looked really good in OTAs for the most part. Didn't look hindered at all by his back injury this was a no-brainer to me I, I i don't really understand the negative feedback towards the money because if you've been paying attention to the league it, it that is what it is like i mean he's a guy who's only 26 
What I like about everything that they've done so far is they have surrounded him with young talent that will be here for a very long time. I mean, think about all of his weapons that he's got to throw to. Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, Deshaun Jackson, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Jordan Howard, and Corey Clement. Almost all of them under contract for the next two years outside of, like, three of them. Right. So, like, again... Carson's being set up to succeed, and then he's getting paid. A lot of franchises will draft a guy or sign a guy and really kind of throw him to the wolves without much protection, kind of like Carson in his rookie year when he was thrown to Dorrell Green-Beckham and Bryce Treggs. Uh, You know, he is situated with a really good situation, and I think they've hedged their bets by surrounding him with talent before signing him. Yeah, you know... One of my first thoughts uh, when this news came out, like you said, we knew this was coming. It, it wound up being around what I probably thought he was going to get, maybe a little less, honestly. I almost thought he was going to get close to like 35 a year. Um, but this made me think, so in December, after he suffered his back injury, you and I almost immediately had this idea to contact a bunch of agents and executives around the league to find out if that was going to impact things. And one of the things that stuck with me from writing that story is when I talked to Lee Steinberg, uh, who's been around for a long time? Jerry Maguire was based on him. <laughs> a big quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He represent. He represents Patrick Mahomes actually. So he's about to, to get an even bigger contract than this one. But he's one, probably pretty. One happy. of the quotes that he said to me was like, "When you have the guy, you pay him." Like there, there's no debate. There's no debate in the Eagles front office. Maybe there's a debate out here about when they should do it. But you, when you have the guy, you you give him, you get him under contract, and then you do everything else. Mm-hmm. And they determined they had that guy the moment they traded up to the number two overall pick. That I think it was a bigger risk doing that trade than signing this contract. Ding, ding, ding. Um, yep. And so they made that risk. They they put all their eggs in the Carson Wentz basket. If it had failed, you probably would have known, had a pretty good idea that it was failing early on. We knew that it wasn't failing pretty early on when he just stole the starting job from Sam Bradford before the season even started. Uh, and then he had that amazing 2017 season, and then the injuries have all come on. But I'm, I'm not as concerned about the injuries as everybody else is. I, I know he has durability problems, but something I, I don't remember who pointed it out. But So it's like the four major injuries that he's had in his football career are his right wrist, his chest as a rookie when he didn't miss any games, his left knee, and his back. None, none of those are the same muscle. Right, yeah. Like, it, it's more... If he had injured the same knee twice or he injured both his ACLs, then you kind of worry about his future. But he's he doesn't have a knee brace on anymore. He's moving well. Uh, the back injury is still kind of a mystery. We don't really know exactly if it's healed or what the deal is, but he seems to be okay with playing on it. And I think they, they were prepared to play him if they had to at the end of last season. Yeah, I mean, he he's... I thought they took the right approach. Once they shut him down, I kind of knew that this extension was a foregone conclusion because you're protecting yeah, your you're investment. Yeah, protecting your investment, yeah. And, and you knew what you had with Nick Foles. I mean, you, you paid Nick Foles for a reason. I mean, he was the highest paid backup in the league. That's why you went with it, because you knew if this something happened. You know, and once you let Nick Foles go, you don't have that Nick Foles guy behind Carson Wentz. You have to pay Carson Wentz. And, you know... I just, I don't understand how anyone could be like, wow, this is a dumb idea. Because, yeah. that's yeah, it, can... it, it's like, he, he won more games in an injured season than Sam Bradford ever won as a starter. <laughs> like, not just in Philly. Sam just Bradford like, is a loser. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just, this is, this kid, when he is 
at his best, is a top three to five quarterback in the league. Now, he's got to stay healthy. There's going to be pressure on him now. He said uh, after the contract agreement that we're just getting started. Well, not really. Um, you, you've you shown progress, and you, this isn't a blank slate. You have to prove that you're durable. You also have to get the team back to the Super Bowl. That's a thing now. Sooner than later. Yeah, that's a thing now. Um, yeah. the, the expectations that the team had for him prior to 2017 are not the expectations that they have now. That you, If you're signing this deal, the Eagles organization expects to be contenders for years to come. Carson Wentz has to get them over that hump again. I mean, they almost went back to the NFC title game without him for a second time. This team is good around him. Yeah, and the, with the durability questions, everybody says he needs to play every game. I don't think he necessarily needs to play 16 games. A lot of guys don't play 16. What he needs is to be healthy at the end of the season, mm-hmm. which he has not been for two years. He hasn't played in the playoffs. Um, so I, I think let, let's play let's play a little devil's advocate. Um, sure. So what what, would, what do you think are the downsides of them doing this deal right now? Well, I think it shortens the Eagles' careers of, of a yeah. couple of pretty expensive guys. guys. So you look at Alshon Jeffrey, you look at Nigel Bradham, those guys are easy cuts. Uh, I do wonder how long they pay Lane Johnson just because, you know, he, getting does, up there. he does have a he, – he's 29, but he – that's not my issue. With yeah, him. yeah, it's, yeah. It's the history of suspensions that, like, it's a ticking time bomb if he gets – I mean, like, he's Slips big, up. Yeah. yeah, so that I could see um, – you look at – they were smart to sign Isaac Samalo to the cheap deal that they did because he's going to be like probably he and Dillard are going to be like the constants in that group. Brandon Brooks coming off Achilles injury. I think Brandon Brooks is the best right guard in football. And it, I don't know if it's even close when he's healthy. The problem is he's coming off an Achilles injury. Achilles injuries can take time, especially for bigger players uh, to, you know, settle into. We'll see how he plays. This could be his last year in Philly, which would probably be a shame because he's loved in the locker room and he's a really good player. Um, and then I think, I think you see why they made it a point to draft a running back and a wide receiver as high as they have in 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 a while. Cheap contracts. Cheap contracts, right? I think Nelson Aguilar is a foregone conclusion gone. Yeah. Um, he, I will say this. I saw him in the locker room the other day, and he did not seem like he was in a great mood, despite missing out on an OTA practice. I might be reading into that. Although, he, I mean, they did go bowling uh, on Wednesday, and he was like the photographer and having the time of his life. So. Yeah, what's the deal with him like not taking part in like any other physical? <laughs> like, yeah, you, you know yeah, what I mean? Think of that. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't play in the softball game. I was. T- the rumor was that he is not good at softball. Yeah, yeah. You know who's funny. not good at softball? Malik Jackson. That dude played. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, Malik Jackson had maybe one of the worst performances in a in a. In a Actual sport that I've ever seen. But, and I've watched me play. You, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's. I like that you brought up. I know this wasn't for this purpose, but you brought up Malik Jackson. This kind of ties into. So one one of the concerns you could have is that they're they're going to be tight on the cap. It's going to be harder to acquire players. But the Eagles have been pre- preparing for this by loading up on compensatory picks, and they're they're folk, They're not going to be signing major free agents anymore. Right. And so that what they've done is signed veterans that don't cost them compensatory picks. Uh, and on shorter-term deals. And Malik Jackson is one of those guys that, you know, they targeted almost specifically because they weren't going to lose draft picks to, to get him. Mm-hmm. And I think Howie Roseman has been 
everything he's done over the last two years, you know, there's some stuff you can question why he did it, but it was all pointing towards this and their future. And, you know, as of right now, they have nine picks next year. They'll have 10 if they cut Andrew Sandejo. The year after that, I imagine they're going to have a lot again because they have quite a few free agents and they don't really need to re-sign all of them. You know, it's guys like Jalen Mills, Ronald Darby, Ronnie McLeod. Uh, I mean, Nate Sudfeld will be an interesting one. Jordan Howard. Um, who are, is there anyone else made? I mean, Zach Brown, some of these guys they signed this year on one-year deals. I think I think we need to realize that the one-year deal is going to be the norm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, it, my, my, and it, it's in part because of they, they get a pick a year later. If it's a good, like if a player comes here, gets his value back up, goes somewhere else, like you can look at it as a Golden Tate thing almost. They, they had him for less than a year, and he's going to get them a fourth-round pick. Yeah, I think Patrick Robinson's like the perfect example yeah. of this. You know what I mean? Patrick, By low. Yeah, you, you, he was... Uh, <laughs> Patrick Robinson, I think, is the perfect collaboration between, like, the way how he looks at things and the way Joe Douglas does things. Like, Joe Douglas and his crew were able to, like, identify Patrick Robinson's bit, and they signed him, and then how he signed him for cheap. Then Almost cut him, by the way. Right, right. And then, you know, he has, in my opinion... He was awesome. The fourth or fifth biggest play in all of Eagles history, um, you know, the pick six yeah. in the NFC title game. Vikings, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, and then he goes and they get a fourth-round comp pick out of him. Uh, I, I just... He... Look, Howie is playing, you know, chess and everybody else is playing... Well, Bill Belichick's playing chess. Yeah, that's the thing. And he's got a real... He says Howie is the only one that would do this, this... But Bill Belichick's been doing the comp pick thing for a while, too. Yeah, I, I just don't know how you don't have that, those guys one and two. Yeah, oh yeah, they absolutely are. And I think there's a case for Howie being number one. I, yeah, Even with I agree. The, Bill Belichick's done it longer is all it is. It's tough because Bill Belichick, the GM, knows what Bill Belichick Yeah, exactly. Do. But and it's the rare situation where that works, too, because that almost right. never works. Any sport. Right. Basketball, it, it fails miserably all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. Um... And the longer that the Jets don't hire a GM, the whole Adam Gase thing, I'm not shocked me. But, and by the way, Joe Douglas is like a part of this too, I think, because he's got, whether he gets that Jets job or not, he's going to become a GM at some point. <laughs> and when the Eagles lose him, they're going to lose like their top talent evaluator. And that talent evaluation is going to be the most important thing going forward because the Eagles sure. are going to have to find Craven, the Craven LeBlancs, the Trayvon Hesters, the Dallas Goddard, Savante Matt. Like they need a hit on almost all their draft picks now. And they need to find guys off the scrap heap, which they've done an amazing job of since Joe Douglas got here. Now, the one exception to this that I will say this extension probably impacts in a positive way is Malcolm Jenkins. Yes. So A lot of questions about that. Yeah. So Malcolm Jenkins, to me, you wrote a great story earlier today. But uh, Malcolm Jenkins, to me, from my perspective and my perspective alone... Is so much easier to sign now that you know every Carson's in place. You know what the number is, right? You know, you know how you've structured the contract. You know what what years you, you've got to kind of buy low. You, you know what, what I mean? Like what, what the signing bonus is this year, which is probably right. the most relevant thing to Jenkins, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. I, I well. I mean, how, how much is going to cost this year, I should say. So, something that Howie, like, we don't talk about this enough, but Howie's really good at putting dummy years yeah, on yeah, contracts. Yeah. I mean, Ronald Darby's contract has, like, five dummy years. If you look at, if you, so seriously, weird. fun exercise, the cap is go, to over the, yeah, go to over the cap. <laughs> or don't, either one. <laughs> yeah, go to over the cap and go to their 2021 guys that are available who are under contract for three more years. Yeah, we're going to talk about this a little bit, all, but yeah. Almost all of those guys have at yeah, least yeah, two yeah. dummy years. Um, so, like, I mean, they, 2023 they, is going to be wild. So, they, they signed Ronald Darby to a 
air quotes, one-year contract. Well, it is a one-year contract, but it also was like a five-year contract yeah. that has four dumb years at the end of it that makes his cap pit only like $2 million this year. Yeah, it's like, I don't... It's legal. Like, why not? Why wouldn't you? Why doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> I, I don't know how he's got pictures. Like, it's so confusing. I don't understand. I, I want to like go to salary cap school for the summer and figure everything out. You can go do that by yourself. I'm not very good at numbers. <laughs> I mean, I'm not good at math. Is the yeah. problem? So I won't get good grades. As, as this podcast, I might learn something. I don't you know, know, there's proof. Uh, but um, yeah, so what I think Howie has done is. You know, we talked about it in the last podcast. I think the holdup with anything you do with Jenkins is how long do you really want to have him on the books? Yeah. And to me, he's 31. You could say this season and next season are probably still viable years for him. He's playing a lot. They're running him into the ground. Now, he's not a 2005 Volkswagen Jetta. He's more of a... 2014 Mercedes-Benz, you know what I mean? Like there, there's. I'm not a car guy, but yeah, 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 I'm not either. That's why I'm making the. Somebody's gonna call me out. No, what I'm saying is, it's like he's a luxury vehicle that you can probably. You have a few more years where it's in good shape. Yeah, right. You know, Jettas I hear have really great resale value, Um, (laughs) but to me, I think it's important with all he's done for the franchise. Like, I know you're not supposed to make, like, these emotional decisions, but I think for him and for this team, it's important that he retires as an Eagle. And I I think that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Rosen have been very sensitive to that. Um, I mean, Kelsey's going to retire as an Eagle. Absolutely. I mean, Brent Selleck, if you really think about it, Brent Selleck was like the first true Eagle to like, in, in a very long time to have a His full, entire career. You yeah. know, Trey Thomas went to Jacksonville John for Run- a year. John Runyon didn't start with the Eagles, yeah. Right. And he went and he went to the Chargers. Oh, that's right. I forgot he played somewhere else so, at the end. So, yeah. I mean, like... There Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. That's the Brian Westbrook Brian... went to San Francisco for a year. Wow, I forgot about that, You know too. what I mean? Like, the, this is... They are return. This they are making McNabb, emotional. Yeah, they're making calculated emotional decisions, and I think that that's smart. Like Brent Selleck didn't even really get to retire on the books. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they released him. Yeah, they released him, and he. I think he worked out for the Lions, and then realized yeah, that's he right. didn't want to play for anybody. But like Malcolm Jenkins is probably the best free agent signing of Howie Roseman's career. Yeah, uh, and you know, obviously Carson Wentz, you could argue is. The biggest draft pick. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think and Fletcher Cox is is a, is a better defensive tackle in comparison to his yeah, position. Yeah, relative to position. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know, they've heavily invested in both those draft picks. You would think that they would want to re up with Malcolm for a second. Time. I guess this is a third time because he got an extension. He he's the guy. I mean, he really is. I mean, he he literally held that secondary together by himself. I mean, he was like. Uh, Barrick Dargarian, what's his D- name? Barrick Dardarian. Yeah. yeah, you know, like when he's like holding everybody back. Spoiler alert, guys. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> you know, it, in 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 his final episode, he's holding everybody back so that the Hound the, and Arya can get the to whites. Them. Yeah. Yeah, the whites. That's what Malcolm Jenkins was during that thing. I mean, it was <laughs> he's taking all the stab wounds. Yeah, and taking them well, and he served his purpose. But unlike Barrick. He can live on and, and, and prosper. Although Barrick had the, all those lives and stuff, so yeah, he did. That's that was right. the last one. But um, so, do you do you think uh, they sign Malcolm? I don't think it'll happen like immediately. But do you, do you think they they throw him a little money? Like because we also don't know what he's asking for. By the way, right? Like it's, I saw somebody bring this up the other day, where it was like. 
let's say he wanted $100. And, I think it was Adam Schefter. I think he was on local radio. I, I don't remember what radio station, but I saw it tweeted out. Let's say he wants $100, but the Eagles really only want to do $30. It's finding that middle ground, and I think that's interesting. Because let's say he wants $14 million. Let's say he wants the going rate. But the Eagles only want to give him $2 million. Well, let's say they give him that $2 million as a bonus and then guarantee his next year. You know, there's ways to work around contracts. So I'm very interested. I don't think it's like as, as simple as, yeah, here's yeah, $4 million. Yeah, they're just going to hand him like a bag of cash. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I mean, again, I think, uh, I think it, it needs to play out a little bit. I think... It's very clear now that Carson Wentz, extending Carson Wentz was the priority, and that was what they focused on, and that was what it was, and that's why this Malcolm Jenkins thing has taken some time. I don't think it'll be done by next week. I think it'll probably be done right after. Um, I don't think there's a rush. I mean, if he misses, I don't really. He'll make that eighty thousand back in theory, like right. Yeah. I I mean, I don't. Do I think it's important that he's there? Yes. Yes. But I. Do I think it's damning if he's not? No. No. Um, Training camp is what matters. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, too, you kind of understand. I mean, he's taken so much wear and tear, and he's clearly still working out. Yeah, and he's been posting videos of himself working out, which I wonder if that's on purpose. He's one of the best self-promoters, I think, I've Without, like, saying specifically what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he is really... Doing those, like, videos of himself doing But he's been around the team. Like, he's been a teammate. Yeah, he was at the softball game. I thought... I I texted you. I thought it would be funny if he just showed up at the bowling alley. (laughs) Well, they had a bowling event a couple of days ago, too, I guess. Maybe that's where they got the idea. Yeah, I saw Instagram pictures from Jalen Mills. But well, then two years ago, Doug canceled a practice for paintball. Right, which I think the Eagles beat reporters should all have, go on a paintball oh, man, thing during this break. Like, take out some of our yeah, some of, some our, of our favorites. Um, <laughs> Just take them out. Uh, coming for you, Elliot. <laughs> uh, but, alright, so like we, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but something interesting I feel like is that who is going to be here when Carson Wentz's new contract starts in 2021, sure. because it's gonna this roster is gonna look quite different that year. Certainly. Um, and I want to just kind of go through position by position and like think who we think will maybe indefinitely won't be here. Okay. So so the quarterback positions Carson Wentz is going to be here. Nate Sudfeld. I don't. That's an interesting one. Um, it, it depends if they sign him if they want to re-sign him this offseason or if there's interest in him as a starter. I, I lean towards him not being here in 2021. He's a guy that I think he really wants to be a starter. Yeah. Like, I think it's abundantly clear, and he's one of those guys that they... I don't... I don't think they view him as expendable, but I think they view him as a guy that they've developed. Like and, with, with limited cap space, they're not going to throw him a Nick Foles contract. Right. Yeah. He's not. He's never going to be well paid here. That said, you know, I mean, he could be it's a great trade. situation. Yeah. I think he's AJ Feely, is what I think he is. Uh, you know, an athletic AJ Feely. <laughs> yeah, a late round guy. I know what you're saying. Just, I mean. I would not be... Well, they're not going to franchise him next year, so he, yeah. he'll be free to walk. That's what I'm saying. He's not Nick Foles. Right. I mean, if... Unless, unless he has... Unless Wentz gets hurt and he has an amazing season, like, that's the only scenario where that... What's weird is, is I think they're at a point now where they can't trade him because we've seen what Clayton Thorson and Cody yeah. Kessler can do against Air, and so... <laughs> hey, air is a tough defender sometimes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> wind, man. Wind, it's man. It's weird. It is real. Um, but what I'll say is this. Like, it... If he can have a really good preseason, maybe you sign him to a two-year... Like yeah, one or two-year thing, yeah. A two-year, $6 million deal. 
It's gonna be interesting. If he didn't play this year, I don't think he signs anywhere for money. I know. You know right? I, mean? I mean, there's not there's no tape of him. So I mean, there's preseason tape and end of season tape. Yeah, I mean, his one touchdown was a like a dump off pass. And then he had that. And he had that Cowboys game where he just threw it like five yards down the field each time. Which is what he's basically done in OTA. Yeah, true. I um, mean, when you see Cody Kessler like throwing for distance <laughs> over him, so but you're saying Cody Kessler will for sure be here in 2021. I, <laughs> well, Clayton Thorson will be interesting because if he. I mean, he's a guy that a lot of people questioned why they picked him. So if he doesn't show he anything in the next two years, then I don't know if he'll be here in that thirty. He I mean, has not looked good. They, they want to develop him, so he, it, that, that's, that's awesome. like a that's like a let's wait and see. So running back, I don't think Jordan Howard will be here. Miles Sanders will for sure be here. Corey Clement will be an interesting one if he he's going to be a restricted free agent this offseason. They'll probably sign him for like a one year deal after the year. I would imagine. I think he gets a. I think he gets a. It depends on what happens to Jordan Howard. If yeah, Jordan yeah, Howard yeah. leaves, then then he's clearly your your bruh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's your guy. He's your number two back. Yeah. Um, um, Wendell Smallwood, Josh Adams, Boston Scott won't be here. Right. Um, wide receiver is a very interesting group. Because I think you could make the case that Arcega Whiteside might be the only guy left in 2021. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because um, John Jackson is under contract that year, but it's like I think they can cut him without losing too much money. He'll be 34. Then Alshon Jeffrey will be making how much money is he making? I think I have it up right here. He'll be making 15.9 million dollars that year. Whew. And I'm, I think if they cut him, they can save quite a bit of that. Yeah. Um, Nelson Aguilar, we both agree that he's probably gone this offseason, if not sooner. Um, Mac Hollins, uh, I hope he's he's still had groin, usable groins by then. <laughs> and the rest we've of- seen him like four times this week, so like <laughs> let's let's keep the hope up. Yeah, yeah, you did some Subruder type stuff uh, on the bowling alley footage, and you found him yeah. <laughs> existing. Uh, but Great work by Nelson Aguilar. So. By the way. If J.J. Arcega Whiteside, I know we've we, we've all overreacted to how he's like been awesome in OTAs, like that's a fact. But I think they they really want him to eventually become their number one receiver. I, I know that's like really far out. No, I agree. And you have to you. wait till you see him on the field, and they're they're going to draft receivers in the next couple of years. I think. Yeah, I agree. Because I uh, you can find receivers. Receiver, I think, is probably the easiest position to find in the draft. Honestly. It is, but they take the longest time to develop. Yeah, that's great. So, Unless they're like a, some sort of freak. Which, yeah, which I think JJ might be that yeah. guy. I don't want to get too. I mean, well, well, I saw Shield Capati wrote a story, and his, I guess his nickname back home is Arcegatron, which is pretty awesome. Arcegatron. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> nice pronunciation. Yeah, thank you. Uh, offensive line, another interesting one. Uh, Jason Peters. I mean, who knows with that guy? <laughs> I think he's gonna be gone by then. Like, we. I thought he was gone for sure, like three three times already. Um, uh, Lane Johnson will probably be here. Like you said, that'll be an interesting one as as long as he doesn't get suspended again as the lawnmowers go past us. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think they're look. If Jordan Maylotta can develop as the right tackle, you know, I think you could potentially see a group of, you know. Excuse me, Dillard at left tackle, Isaac Samalo at center, yeah, uh, and Melada at right tackle, and then the guards. You figure out, you go from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the guards to me are the two positions that I think they can handle in a short-term fix. It's tackle that's going to be, yeah, you know, that's finding. Yeah. I mean, you're you're either you're, either Melada's the guy, or you draft another one to develop. Or well, and, and think about it too. You're replacing a future Hall of Famer and a multiple-time Pro Bowler. As bookends, yeah. and then you're replacing probably the best center of the last ten years in Jason Kelsey. Well, so Kelsey 
will be 33, I think. He's still under contract the year for $8.4 million. He already talks about how he thinks about retiring after every year. I think 2020 will be his last season. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, so that's the offensive line group. I, I mean, Matt Pryor, whatever. Uh, defensive line, Brandon Graham's third year of his contract, he'll be making his cap hit will be sixteen point three million that year. Hmm. Like, that's really high, and it, he's already on with decline, like physically. So I'm not sure. Like he's a guy that you hope would retire as an Eagle, and I think he probably will. But I don't know if he wants to retire in 2021. So that's going to be an interesting decision for them. Fletcher Cox is making 21.7 million. Yeah, he's worth it, every penny of it. But that's a lot of money. That'll be a rework. Yeah, they rework deal. it and yeah. keep pushing it down, keep kicking the bucket down. I think road. something something to consider too is you know, I think Dallas Goddard is like a really interesting case study in and all this. The tight end Zach Ertz and Goddard. Yeah, both be here. like if Goddard continues to develop. What does that mean for yeah. Zach Ertz? Because Zach Ertz is signed through 2021. And then at that point, you want... I mean, Zach Ertz has been a really good player for this franchise. But then you wonder if Goddard's... Due to his blocking ability, exceeds Ertz's potential upside. I think I think Goddard could be the next Gronk. I don't, I, I don't, I don't mean it like... Like, oh my God, he's invaluable. He's going to be the best tight end of all time. Right, but I think he's got a skill set that is so multifaceted yeah. and such raw ability with and he's extremely good, he's a good blocker, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he's he can do everything. And I think yeah. he's a really special player. The only reason why he was a second-round pick is because he played at a college no one had heard of prior to. I'm not even sure the people that are on that campus know what, what that school is. Anyway, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... Look, Goddard and Ertz are going to be the thing to watch because if you can sign Goddard to a decent deal and then, you know, avoid that third contract with Ertz, that's going to be interesting because it's going to you're going to invest the money elsewhere. I don't know if they're going to be able to pay Ertz if they extend Goddard. I mean, this is a lot of money to put into the tight end position. Um, and it seems like how he's been you know, systematic in his way of, like, replacing guys two or three years down the road as opposed to, like, right away, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, he's he's taking... He's clearly found air parents for almost everybody on this roster yeah, on offense. Yeah, great point. Yeah. So, so, something interesting I I saw has to do with their with what their cap sheet is going to look like in 2021. Um, they have $121 million committed to nine players that don't even include Carson Wentz. So that'll be close to like $140 million. Uh, that, that's a group. This kind of can tie into a lot of the defensive guys. So Nigel Bradham's in that group. I don't think he'll be here then. They, no, can, they, they, they might not even be here next year. They can decline his option. Um, that includes Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Alshon Jeffrey, Lane Johnson, Malik Jackson. He'll be making 12.4 that year. I think they can get out of it pretty easy. They it can. depends on how he's playing in the next two years. If he, if he looks like he did with the Jaguars last year, I don't know. But if he's as good as I think he's going to be, he might he probably will still be yeah, here. Keep in mind with these guys, too, a lot of them are like 28, 29, yeah. which is good because typically with defensive linemen, 30 to 32 is a good range. And I think, After that, and I think the Eagles are going to extend his career because he's going to be – you don't want to have to play as many snaps at least this year. Um, then you have Zach Ertz, who, like you said, is going to be – as you approach 2021, is going to be very interesting. Deshaun Jackson, if he doesn't retire, I can't imagine he still has the same juice that year. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigel Bradham, Jason Kelsey. And then after that, it's a lot of guys on like their rookie deals and stuff like that. So 
what that says is they have a lot of tough decisions to make about a, cu- a bunch of guys that are going to be 30 and over, where historically this franchise has not kept guys around at that age. And, I mean, we talked about this already, but they're they're not going to be signing big big ticket free agents anymore. Like they, this, their core of their roster is there. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't doubt how your been, but it's going to be really hard to do that. And they're they're going to build around these rookies. And there's been a lot of discussion about how they don't really have like young stars on this roster outside of Carson Wentz. Dallas Goddard and Maddox might become that, but they really need a hit on these next couple drafts. If, if Andre Dillard pans out, that like that's that's huge. Well, I think I think when you look at it, a lot of people dismiss the Carson Wentz draft class as just being Carson Wentz. Think about what they got out of that. They got Isaac Samalu, who's now going to be their starting left guard or center for at least the next few years. They got Big V, who was able to start in, in, the, Super Bowl. in the Super Bowl and could be the starting right guard in week one. And then they also got Jalen Mills, who they're profoundly infatuated with. And Blake Countess, who's back. Oh, Blake, yeah, right, exactly. So, and then the next draft, obviously, they were able to get some pretty Barnett. So, solid piece of Burnett. Um, that, that one's an interesting Sydney draft. Sidney Jones is, it, it has played very well in OTAs. Rasul Douglas, I think, is the most underrated player on the entire roster. Uh, you know, they've been able to acquire talent, and I think that's been helpful in extending... Carson now as opposed to later and figuring out what you Yeah, because you have young pieces who are also on their rookie. Like, that's the key in the NFL. If you have, as long as you have got stars on your rookie deals, is why you can go out and get other players, which is what Howie has capitalized on in the last two years. And I think something to keep in mind with that, too, Ronald Darby was never signing more than one year here. That was never going to be a thing. I don't think they expected him to come back and then he right. didn't have a market. They hit this out of the park because... They, I don't think they ever wanted to extend him for a long-term deal. This was, hey, it's an option. Let's. They don't need to. Right. Let's. But this is an option. Yeah. Let's pursue it because it gives us another year to develop guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and now you have like six lottery tickets at cornerback. Like, right. I if, mean, if three of them pan out, you're fine. Right. It's a great problem to have. I think if you look at how they've really addressed all of these positions, like they're depth chart is stacked like it's hard to complain about any anything or, or find a critique in anything you know you can talk about fourth defensive end josh sweats look really really good in otas but we'll see where that goes um yeah so they've got guy, they've got talent for days and they've done a really good job of of prioritizing different positions in different rounds you look at the last two fourth round picks They've gotten Sharif Miller in this draft, and they got Avante Maddox and Josh Sweat in the fourth round of last year. Those are three guys that could be pretty huge role players, especially Avante Maddox, who, in my opinion, is the heir apparent to Malcolm Jenkins, no matter what his role is. I think that guy's going to be the leader. His ability to play, they're like grooming him for that in a way because he can play all these positions. I think that's why they're so focused on putting him at nickel corner yeah. because yeah. eventually... I mean, that's kind of like... Almost hybrid safety, yeah. In this defense, at least. Um, so to, to bring it all back to Wentz, this kind of will end on this note. Um, you know, I, I th- there there could be a view that their window was Wentz on his rookie deal, but I view it as their window is open as long as Carson Wentz is the healthy quarterback for this franchise. As long as you have that guy, you the rest of it you figure out later. I think. I think that's fair. I think Howie has made it to where the window is a year-to-year basis. Yes, that's fair. Um, they have a Super Bowl I, contender this year. I, by the look, way. I might be booty-blinded by the fact that I covered <laughs> Malik Jackson when he was at his best, but I think that signing was an absolute home run. I think Deshaun Jackson is going to be incredible for this team. Um, 
There are some issues, I think, in, at safety. I think there's some issues at defensive end that are hard to project. Beyond this year, yeah. Beyond this year. But, uh, again, I think this is going to be a year-to-year thing. It's going to be. It's going to take Howie nailing these drafts, and not just Howie, but the scouting department. I think if Joe Douglas leaving this year wouldn't won't impact this year. No, but I think it would it be would, next year and the year after that. Right. And and I think if he were to leave next year, you'd at least have the scouting mind in there throughout the yeah. season. And Andrew Barry would be, would be getting groomed already. Like people really like Andrew yeah. Barry. So I mean, they hired him with the eye towards like everybody knows why they hired him. Right. I think this team it, like losing Joe Douglas is a deal. I don't know if it's like a massive deal um, because we... I mean, we'll, we'll find out if it is, though. You can you can talk about, like, what he's done. He's also shown a lot of, you know, familiarism. He's done a lot of familiar guy moves, and a lot of those have kind of flown under the radar and not worked out. You know, yeah, like... Yeah, not... I mean, I, DeAndre Hall, if you want to say that that worked out. Well, he might look pretty good so far. Yeah, he has. He has. We'll see. Um, but again... I think this is a year-to-year basis. When window playoff windows have been thrown out the window, I think with this team because they are so unique in how they handle the roster. And also, the NFC East is like in shambles outside of the Eagles. By the way, yeah, they're like, in a good spot. So we'll, we'll end on this note. I keep saying that, but them doing this now is is like doubly beneficial because now the Cowboys are going to pay Dak Prescott more than Carson Wentz. <laughs> And they also have to pay Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, and uh, Byron Jones, I believe. So they're they're in an interesting spot. The Redskins have their best offensive lineman demanding to be traded. The Giants are the Giants. They have two Eli Mannings at quarterback. They might do maybe they do a two quarterback offense where the two of them just get hit repeatedly. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll end on that note. Um, we'll be we'll hit you guys back uh, next week during minicamp. We'll have some non Carson Wentz discussion. There's a lot of Carson Wentz talk. Uh, but that's what's that's what's that's the news. That's the emergency podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. The, hey, that was a pretty positive podcast for me. I'm gonna be honest. It, that I'm usually was. negative, Nancy. But. Hey, no, and I was the one with the pop culture references. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, but we'll leave you on that note. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you think about this Carson Wentz deal. We'll read it. We'll read all the stuff we get next week. Write us some reviews. Subscribe. Read our stuff at NJ.com. And thanks for listening.